What up, guys and gals? Hey, both. Episode 22 coming at you. I wonder if we could get like a demographic breakdown of our of our audience. You know, yeah. We, we know where they are, but who are you? Oh, you're asking it. I mean, that's a deep question. Who are you out there? Who are you? We know where you are. Yeah. But we want to know but who are hey, you. Hey, who, who's on the inside? I mean, do you know who you are on the inside? Wow. New podcast topic. Wait, what? New podcast topic. <laughs> oh, man. Deep introspection. Yeah, that's what it sounds like we're doing. Coming at you live from the frozen tundra of Bluff Park, Alabama. It's cold, guys. So it's we're cold. in. It's not frozen. Though. We are. Yeah. I, I mean, it probably. I mean, we're not frozen where we're at now. But the current temperature of where we are at is uh, 30 degrees. So y'all didn't know it got that cold here. It's 30 degrees right now. People up in Milwaukee are like, yeah, call me when you're in the... Yeah, they're like, that's like tank top and sandal <laughs> weather. Like that's, Well, that's, we're cold, okay? And we're also in my basement again. So here's the deal. Bought a new house. Mm-hmm. We have more space than our last house, mm-hmm. but for some reason we're still in our basement recording. We could be upstairs doing this. Mary Beth doesn't allow me in the house. That's not true. <laughs> Only when you're here to lift heavy things, which That's I need. True. I need to talk to you about that. Are you free <laughs> on Friday? I'll be there. Um, no, we can be a little bit louder down here. Yeah, our boys are asleep. Lots of sleeping little ones. Are yeah. So we would rather be down here and. Since the last time you were down in the basement, we, our last one, we did the, our New Year's resolution was uh-huh. here. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, now I have like a little living room down here. He's got a whole setup. I got a rug. <laughs> you're sitting on a leather couch, which yeah. you're also on a cold couch. You're on a leather couch in a 30 degree basement. It's okay. It's fine. I'm layered up. <laughs> we would, we were going to do this today in the office. Which we were the only two in the office today for a while. It was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Like we were in control. If anything happened, I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it didn't happen. Crisis uh, averted. In the office. Again, um, man, happy to be with you. Yeah. Was talking to my buddy. I, I will give a shout out to my buddy Joel. He is Joel, <laughs> Joel. Singing. Market. Uh, he is driving to Arkansas to go hunting. Okay. And I was talking to him on the way here, and he was like, man, I'm jealous of your podcast. It's like, why? He's like, when do you have time to do a podcast? I was like, <laughs> well, we're doing it at 10 o'clock at night. You got to fit it in. <laughs> in my basement. So do we really have time to do this? Uh, and he was like, it just sounds like fun. Because I also told him, we ate four more burgers tonight. <sighs> We did. Much more pleasant of an experience than the, the nine. nine burgers. Yeah. So I want to get into that. Um, uh, uh, I want to get into that burger challenge. We talked about it last week. I want to have a, it's probably not a preamble, a preface. Okay. What's going to set it up. What's the difference? Between a preamble and a preface? Yeah. Preface? Preface. Preface. Preference. Uh, What's the difference? Preamble is only Written? on the Constitution. 
Is that it? Is that no, the only I, thing that no, has a preamble? No, I don't know. I think it means the same thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So last week, when you think when I think about a preface, man, that word is not wanting to come out correctly. <laughs> when I think about a preface, I think about a book. Yeah, like it's, it's like, written. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna set you up. What the, what's this book about? A preamble is the same thing, <laughs> but shorter, like a tweet form. It's sure. just, just going to be a little bit. I I use the word preamble a lot more in my day-to-day life than I do preface. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You use preamble more than preface. Yeah, man. I, I'm always like, you know, before I get uh, do a little preamble. For real? Yeah. Well, you've and ne- now you, you you have never used that around <laughs> me, and we have worked together. You ever notice the more you say a word, the weirder it sounds? And now preamble is sounding like I, sh- I surely am not saying that right, but I know I am. But preamble, that's a weird word. Amble. What's an amble? And why are we doing it before? Pre. What's an amble? And what, what makes it a preamble? Oh, man. This Inquiring is why, this is why I love the podcast, man. We're, we are here for the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> what is a preamble? Oh, that'd be good for Forky, yeah. which I think I, I think I referenced Forky last you time. You called me Forky last time. I did call <clears throat> um, So a little preface and a preamble and a beginning. Uh, <laughs> we got your bases covered. Last week, we ate a lot of burgers. We're going to talk about the burger challenge here in a second. We got some winners of our and first some losers and some losers uh, for sure losers of our first round last week we recorded uh <laughs> no we did well we tried to videotape <laughs> us eating nine burgers yeah the video got three of them because you got a phone call and it cut off our Just, video which apple fixed that 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 seems like a, a a glitch in the system and there's probably a setting that we don't, we don't really know about yeah but uh we ate all those burgers we recorded about five to eight, nine minutes. I got a phone call and we had to stop. Last week, last Wednesday, I guess a week ago, we had to put our dog down. Georgia Bear. Had her for 10 years. Super sad. Super sad. We got married. We did like every other couple. We got married and we're like, what are we doing in her life? We're going to buy a puppy. <laughs> we bought a puppy like a month after we were married. Yeah. Maybe less. Yeah. And Georgia Bear wasn't doing great, so we were even debating not doing a podcast last yeah. week. I tried to let him off the hook. You, I was like, "Dude, you did." We do so, not have to do this so right if now. my energy was a little bit low last week, it's because in the middle or not middle, five ten minutes in, I got a call from the vet. Hey, you can bring her in at five o'clock, and we were recording at three. Right, and it was like, dang. So. But the show must go on. Yeah. So we kind of axed our burger talk. One, because of I wasn't in the mood to have fun about burgers. And two, we realized that there were more. There were more <laughs> fast food burgers that we had to consume. There's probably still more. But. There's for sure. <laughs> and I tried to get five tonight, but Backyard Burger was closed. Ah. Um, so we didn't get Backyard Burger. So, guys, there's a lot of burgers that we did not get. We got uh, the we got the heavy hitters, but we ate, so we've had nine we've had thirteen burgers, fast mm. food burgers, mm. two from McDonald's, yeah, 
We had to re-up with McDonald's because... We did the classic cheeseburger. And you got to do the Big Mac. Let me tell you what didn't score well. was the classic, classic McDonald's cheeseburger. cheeseburger. It was gross. Um, they can keep that one. So we... Yeah, yeah. So if my energy was a little bit low last week... It's understandable. But I think we had a good conversation about COVID. Like, I actually really enjoyed that conversation yeah. about it. I think we were open about how that's kind of affected and changed us and our thoughts about anxiety and fear and all that stuff with it. Uh, but as we go with the burger, so I'm going to do a quick run through of all the burgers. I Guys, I have notes. <laughs> I have no, uh, notes. Stats. And, and, and this paper is somewhat... It's greasy. I can see it from here. There's literally <laughs> burger grease on it. This is on, I don't even know what I'm writing. It's just some pieces of paper. This one has my name on it. Um, all right. So we did Tip Top. Tip Top is a local. I don't know how much we talked about this last week. I don't think we talked at all about the burgers last week. I think we just said, hey, we tried we a bunch. We said we ate nine burgers. Okay. That was the extent We did Tip it. Top. Tip Top is a local place over here in Bluff Park. Tip Top has good breakfast. Side note, everything they cook is frozen. Yeah. You're not there to get the best meat in the world. <laughs> you're there because it's cool. It's like, if you're there at sunset. It's beautiful. It's packed. So we've mentioned that we live in Bluff Park. It's called Bluff Park because we live on a bluff. It's on a bluff. We we live on Shades Mountain, I believe is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And, and basically... Everywhere up here overlooks Shades Valley. Yes. And you just have miles and miles of these awesome views. And Tip Top is right on the edge. It is literally. So it might fall off. So a quick little history that I learned about Tip Top is. So one, one it was a gas station years ago. You can tell. Yeah. It has a gas station feel. <laughs> um, but apparently, not to bring this super depressing low. A lot of people would commit suicide over there. Okay. And Bummer. So, and so, like, cops used to stop there all the time. Like, if, if if there was a car there, cops would stop because it was... But now, there's so many cars there. Yeah. There's a lot of high fencing. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that. But it's gorgeous. Like, if yeah. you go there... And it, like, closes at 5 o'clock. But if you're there in the summertime, people with their cameras and their drones, it's just a gorgeous place yeah. to sit. It's a really cool place. Um Side note, Tip Top did not rank very high for us. <laughs> but I probably eat Tip Top, other than Crystals, yeah. I eat Tip Top probably the most because it's just fun to go to. And Super it's quick. close. It's a neighborhood spot. and Local business. Kids love it. It's fun. Yeah, it's a cool place. Um, so we did Tip Top. We did Wendy's Baconator. Baconator. We did uh, Burger King Whopper. We did Cookout, which we recently... Recently cookout. got a cookout a year or two ago. Yeah. Very recent to us. Uh, we got Milo's, mm-hmm. which you will know them by their teas. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Uh, then we did McDonald's single. Yep. Wasn't great. We're going to just knock that one out. We also did the Big Mac. I went and got a Big Mac tonight. Um, then we got a Hardy's thick burger. Thick burger. Thick burger. Got to get that thick boy. Side note, that was... The worst burger we had. Yeah, they should get out of the burger business. Wendy's? That's what they do. Yeah, you can't. I mean, don't, don't. Hardee's, you make delicious biscuits. Stay in your lane. They do make good biscuits. Then we did Freddy's. 
Freddy's. People might not know Freddy's, but Freddy's is good. Freddy's is like a steak and shake ish. It's, it is. They like have good steak. shakes. They do the little smashed burgers. You Smash know, like burger. Crispy. Around the edges. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, then we did Crystals. Uh huh. Which a fan you favorite. Know, you don't. You don't even need to know about Crystals. Crystals are delicious. I know that I've told you this. I was almost in a Crystals commercial in college. He's very proud of this. They filmed me. Eating crystals. Talking about crystals, eating crystals. I got a little <laughs> gift card. Um, they made the right call of doing a girl in the commercial being like, hey, uh, you, you you didn't want <laughs> I mean, I a love chubby, sweaty, bearded guy going, I like crystals. Like, so, it, sweaty, it was not. Sweaty frat guy eating crystals. Yeah, is their demographic, but that's not what I want to see. I also had to walk to cl- like I was late to class. I was walking to class. <laughs> like, it sorry, was, was hot as all get out. Is sweaty guy going? You like crystals? Like ah, yeah, I like crystals, <laughs> and I do. I probably eat crystals more. I would say tip top in crystals. Like I eat them more than any other place. Um, we also did uh, a Jack's Burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I did a Sonic. Burger. Sonic. I saw that tonight, and I had to whip in and get a Sonic Burger. And then we did a Water Burger. Yes. So those were our all of our burgers that we got. So again, our first round of burgers that we're talking about. If you don't know what we're talking tier about, tier one or yes. tier three. I don't know how I you want to. Think look this at is it. tier three. Let's go tier three. This is tier three. We're doing three tiers. It's a three tiered approach. If you don't know what we're doing. If you're like, why are these guys spending the first 15 minutes talking about burgers? I haven't heard anything about the Bible. This is the best burger in Birmingham Bonanza. You forgot two of the Bs. The Bible buffoon's best burger in Birmingham (laughs) Bonanza. It's a 6B deal. I also can't count. Um, so, So we decided to do three tiers. Fast food. And I really kind of do this as, can you literally stay in your car and get these burgers? Price is a factor too. And also price. This is this, this is a 5 $6 or less burger. Yeah. Big Mac, whatever, 5 or $6 just for the burger. That's what we did. So how we did this is we took one bite from a scale from 1 to 100 off the dome. Good what, what do you rate it? 100 is like, whoa. I've ever, best burger I've ever had in my life. One, get this away from me. They should be out of the burger business, <laughs> right? And I'll tell you, our lowest score was a forty-five. Okay. Now that's not just my score, your score. That's our scores combined. That's a composite. So we are doing a combined score. What do I give it? What do you give it? And let's do it. So the bottom one out of forty-five was the hardest thick burger. Get out of here with that. It was garbage. It was hot. It was cold. All yep. burgers we've had were super cold. Just the nature of if you gotta drive around, he got four the other day, and I got five, and then I got four by myself tonight. Like I literally left my family, and my wife's like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "I gotta get more burgers." <laughs> like I was like a psycho, needing to get more burgers. I drove all the way to Pelham. I did a big old loop, and I just, on the, on the, and on the way back, I like literally said, "Is there any other burgers that I can get right now?" Just snagging them. And I, there was no more. Steak and Shake <laughs> is not on this list. Yeah. But it's basically Freddy's. But there's no drive-thru. Okay. So I didn't go there. It wasn't a drive-thru. Like, I almost stopped at, like, Full Moon. 
been like, you have a drive through Do you have burgers? <laughs> but then I was like, uh, I'm ready to get home. Um, okay. So our lowest one was the Thick Burger, Hardee's, hot garbage. Will not be eating another. The next worst was the McDonald's single. So the McDonald's single was still better than the Thick Burger. <laughs> um, then you kind of go up and you do the Whopper was the third. Not great. Ugh, so gross. Uh, <laughs> but our top three. Number one burger. Well, we'll do number three burger. Do number three. You know what? I'm going to do number four. Do number four because it deserves an honorable mention. Crystals. Yeah. Crystals burger, near and dear and in my heart and in my belly. And delicious. And I almost stopped again because I passed it. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? They were calling your name. I probably need to get a few crystals. <laughs> I didn't do it because the line at crystals is always long and it's, it, they're made fast. I've never been to crystals and been there less than like 10 minutes. It go. takes forever. Yeah. I don't know why, but it does. Um, then he had Milo's. Milo's was high on yours. Yeah. This is a little read through. Milo's was my least favorite burger. I love Milo's. The you gotta love the sauce. The sauce tastes like doo doo. I don't know what it tastes like, but it's delicious. I can't. I can't handle it. I ate it. Um, and and just for a heads up, we also did cheeseburgers. If we yes. can put cheese on it, we didn't go crazy. I don't like tomatoes. Mm, we went with whatever they put whatever on. they put on it: mustard, tomatoes, pickles, onions, lettuce, whatever it is. Which one do we eat that was very lettuce heavy? Uh, the thick burger. The thick burger. It was, it was thick with lettuce. It was the crunchiest <laughs> lettuce burger we've ever had. And it had three why? Pounds of iceberg. It was. It should be called the Hardy's iceberg burger. The Hardy's iceberger. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it should be called. It was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> all right. So four crystals. My notes, I can't really read. Whoa. Okay. Number three was Big Mac. Big Mac. Delicious. It was so good. Still good. It's been good for however long they've been making it. A million and years. And it was so good. Yeah. The sauce. Just Lettuce, pickles, island. tomatoes. Onion. Onions, pickles, and... All sesame seed bun. With a sauce. Yeah. It was so good. Number two, the Wendy's Baconator, guys. That's a serious burger. You put that much bacon on anything. and But something about, it, we talked about, it was the mayo. It had mayo. And the ketchup and the bacon, all that together. No lettuce, no tomato. Yeah. It was just like. We're coming at you. The, it was just fat. Yes. It was just it was mayonnaise. And, and, and I'll tell you, for someone who is on cholesterol medicine currently, and I might need to double up tonight. Double up, yeah. I don't know if that works, but I might need to well, double up tonight. Your wife's a nurse. Ask her. Yeah. She'll be like, no, it doesn't work that way. Um, she yells at me when I don't take it at night. She's like, it works better at night. And I'm like, okay. Um, so Wendy's Baconator, guys. Delicious. It's Go good. get one. <laughs> Go get one. Be prepared. Like That may be your meal for the day. Yeah. If you did calorie intake, don't look at the calories. That's your meal for the day. Basically. Maybe two days. And the number one burger that we tried was Freddy's. Freddy's was really good. Freddy's was so good. It had a lot of onions on it, mm. which I'm a, I just like onions. There was no like razzle dazzle. It wasn't iceberg heavy. Mm. It wasn't tomato heavy. Well put together. It was the right proportion put together. It was a tasty burger, guys. So if you're with the Freddy's people and you're looking for a little advertisement opportunity, guys, we, we will we will rep you. 
So let me tell you a little story about this. I got a preacher buddy, Adam. Uh, last Sunday, during his sermon, he talked about how he likes Bojangles <laughs> more than he likes Chick-fil-A. And the whole church got up and left. Here's what happened. <laughs> the owners of two Bojangles in Athens heard about it, <laughs> wrote him a handwritten letter, and he sent it to me, and gift cards and said, we heard what you said, thank you. <laughs> and sent him stuff. That's good people. That's good people right there. That's good so people. Freddy's out there in... It's uh, in Hoover. It's in Hoover, but what's that little area called? Where the oh, Target? the Grove. Is that the Grove? Yeah. The Freddy's in the Grove. Hit us up. We'll, we, we will we talk about we you, you every episode if you guys will send <laughs> us some gift cards. Um, it was good. So our next tier, and again, we said we need your help, which we actually... We got one. We we, Which I, that was I would not have thought that. So. Not one. We're not gonna we're not gonna disclose. We'll we'll say. But we so our next tiered is kind of like your local pub pub sports bar. Yeah. Like you have to go in and get it. Yeah. Not a drive through. We're kind of looking at that seven to ten to, 7 to twelve, 12 kind of dollar burger. It's a little bit nicer. Um, we can't go to every sports bar in town guys. No. So if you're in Birmingham and you're listening to this and you're like, Hey, so-and-so has a good burger. You need to check it out, which we got that text Yeah, and it's on our list and I'm excited to go. Appreciate you. Hal. Hal, Craig, thank you. I'm excited for that. Um, and Hal actually owns a restaurant. I told him he owns he a restaurant. Respond. He, I know. <laughs> he, he owns a restaurant in town called Tostadas. Uh huh. Uh, they have great, the um, flat taco.com, the flat taco dot. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, love, love that place. Uh -huh. Um, me and my wife talked about today. We do taco Tuesdays. Yeah. Tostada Tuesday. And next, and next Tuesday we're going to Tostadas. So we're going to pick go. it up. Um, but we told him that he needs to do, he needs to do not, don't put it on the menu. Just do it to do a one time for the burger challenge. Yes. Tostadas burger. A Tostadas burger. Yeah. And we'll add it up. And you know it'll be good. It will be good. If they put that uh, corn uh, queso that on corn it. corn queso burger. Come on That's now. done. That's done, though. That's going to get a high ranking. Absolutely. It'll definitely get higher than uh, the thick burger. The thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got that in there. Uh, so we're excited for our next challenge. Again, we did 13 burgers in two weeks. We're That's not going to keep gonna this paste. <laughs> we may do a burger a week now and just yeah. kind of rank them and kind of go through. And whatever. Uh, we got that right there. Um, we don't have any other state stats. We got no state stats. We got no country stats, but that's okay, though. Yeah. Hey, man, we hit we hit a Germany a few weeks ago. We got some states in there. People are listening, and so I appreciate you. And, again, our whole thought and mindset for doing this podcast, one is a chance for us to kind of sit around and have fun and, and talk about families and talk about the bible and talk about food and barbecue and whatnot um but our 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 whole deal is it's so cool to have 32 states and eight different countries listen but if there's one or two people that are just blessed by our conversations that learn something uh, great. that's what it's about that's that's what it's about um, you guys are listening to me and Chris having conversations that we would have on a normal basis. We just happen to have microphones. Um, and for you guys listening, but again, 
if you guys are blessed by it, that's awesome. Yeah. That's why we do this. For um, sure. That's why we are jumping into this. Um, so uh, we were kind of bouncing ideas. Um, again, week to week, a few weeks out, we try to figure out what we're going to talk about. And what, two or three weeks ago, we talked about our New Year's resolutions. Yes. And my wife for sure was like, hey. Hey, buddy. She she was like, you want me to do a little guest spot and talk about how well your resolutions are going? I was like, <laughs> no, we're good. Um, You're a work in progress. I, I, guys, again, I love sleep so much so getting up early is not my like i would rather it's just 10 it's 10 20 right now and i'm like eh, i'll be up for the next few hours there you go because i'll be up she gets up early she goes to bed a little bit earlier um the other morning so we have a little sitting area little nook we have a little few little nook in our room she wakes up in the morning she gets her coffee she, she turns all the lights on thinking that's going to help i still don't <laughs> get up um <laughs> I know when she wants me to get up and she goes, you want me to make you some coffee? I'm like, yeah. I mean, doesn't mean I'm going to get up right now and drink it, but I'll drink it when I get up. You do like cold coffee. So I do. So so I got to let that baby cool I'm, down. I'm, I'm like, hey, I got 25 more minutes and I, that's, that's about a perfect time for coffee. But she will, um, she will listen to stuff like on her Bible app and she'll do, she has multiple things that she does in the morning. The other morning I got yelled at by some preacher Cause her volume was on a million and I popped up and I was like, what preacher's yelling at me right now? Uh, she was like, Oh, sorry. That's too loud. I was like, yeah. I'm like it probably woke our kids up. Sometimes you get excited. It was awesome. Um, did that. So guys, I'm a work in progress. Pray for me. I'm still trying to get up in the morning and do my Bible time. She gets up and, and when I get up, I just sit up in bed and I do it. She like gets up and in the chair and I her can't coffee. I can't do it in bed. I'll go right back to sleep. Well, but I, but I do, but I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, happy. I'm happy. I'm glad, <laughs> but I do get up and then I read and I'm like, I'm, I'm still cozy. Let me just yeah. sleep right here. Nice. Anyways. Um, but you had mentioned something when we talked about our news resolutions about this rule of life. Yeah. Which to me is foreign. I mean, yeah. I, I know what those words are. And they seem pretty deep, like, <laughs> like, okay, like yeah. this is, this seems pretty, um, in depth. Yeah. And so we talked a little bit today or yesterday, I forget what day it was about this, about what you're going through, yeah. about what kind of process. So, um, this is my chance to interview you and for me to learn and for listeners to learn your 2021 rules for life and, we could probably spend two or three episodes on this, yeah. um, but I want you to kind of give us a breakdown, a snapshot, and hopefully it is something that um, myself and our listeners in Germany and South Africa and wherever can be like, oh, good. Like that's something that I need Not to- Not as scary as it sounds. Yeah. It's not as scary of like a rule <laughs> for life. If you don't do this for your life, like, yeah. then you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just hit us up with where you got this yeah. and what it's all about, man. Yeah, so uh, as we were talking, it just kind of became clear that you can't just throw out rule of life with no context, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's not it's not a very common, at least that expression 
isn't as common uh, today as it would have been, you know, many, many years ago. So this would have been normal. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say normal for the everyday person. It's. Uh, it's. It's a probably more rooted in the monastic tradition, uh, contemplative tradition. You know, people who have uh, using big words, man, uh, dedicated their lives to God, um, and part of that dedication uh, like is yeah, monks and nuns and things like that, and so not only have they dedicated their spiritual and kind of emotional life, but their lives in total have been dedicated to God. And that kind of worked itself out through uh, calendars throughout the year and daily routines. Um, But what I'm doing and uh, you know, you're going to be a monk. I'm not uh, (laughs) Sad. I thought you were going to say, you know what, guys? Shave the little thing in the back of my head and do the whole thing. No, um, really, a rule of life is a schedule. It's it's a schedule or like a set of practices, rhythms of life. You know, Brett's going rhythms through. Is, rhythms yeah. is a good way to think about it yeah. that help us be intentional. Basically, it's an acknowledgement that I think all of us could make, can make, should uh, make sh- maybe should make yeah that if i'm not intentional with my life i'm going to be driven by distractions oh. and what i see as urgent in the moment a rule of life is just me taking a step back and saying okay what are the things that i need to do on a daily weekly monthly so on and so forth basis to be a healthy follower of Jesus. So like, you know, if you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Jesus, the goal should be to follow Jesus, to 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 become like Jesus, to try to do the things that that Jesus did. And I think about, you know, John and John 10 where it talks about abundant life, you know, like Jesus came and showed us this way of life um, so that we could have life to the full, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm very aware that just the name of it, like the, the <laughs> calling this a rule of life, it might sound strict or like binding, constraining, but well, that's not the idea. Well, but think about... Think about Jesus. Right. Grew up Jewish. Mm-hmm. He was Jewish. Yeah. Very rule of life heavy. Right. Their whole life was based on rules. And I guess we can kind of sit back and maybe that's why we, and if you think about that and you think about, yeah, I mean, you know, we can look at that and say, and say that we probably have gone too far the other way of not having right a big rule of life because that was so much of what they did and in our christian walk we've kind of gotten away from that because that was too maybe structured or that was Mm. too whatever yeah um but i think we need that yeah so it, it you know scripture says it's for freedom 
that Christ has set us free. So like what I'm doing in this is not looking for ways to bind myself up in some form of slavery or like devotion to some way of life that's going to detract from the freedom that I have in Christ. And like this word, the word rule uh, that, that we translate into this is actually this Latin word for basically like a trellis, like in a garden, Mm. you know, and like if you're growing tomatoes or anything that's on a vine, it's got to have something to hold on to. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And and what that, what that trellis does is it it gets it up off the ground and keeps it It just helps it safe and helps it to grow. It keeps it safe from like predators and pests and distraction and allows it to produce good fruit and you know we just went through the 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 i am statements and and where where jesus and and john 15 is talking about he he's the vine and we're the branches and that is what i'm trying to do i'm trying to find ways that i can be intentional in my life to stay connected to the vine and uh so that's the idea behind this well it's so we can almost take the 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 word rule out it's more of like this is a structure for sure, life that's exactly it this is a structure because that again that word rule is you better do this right or else but this is more like a support exactly. structure you know system to say hey if you want to get somewhere and i mean and it's the same with anything in life like if you want to get to any thing in your life you have to have structure if you want to you know i think about something i've never done before run a marathon yeah you gotta have a plan (laughs) they have plans on plans on like you need to walk a quarter mile today day one and it works its way all the way up to where you can run a marathon and it's just a structure for you to get to your end goal yep and this is more like hey if you want to be more Christ centered. I want to be more like Jesus. I've got to be intentional about that. Intentional. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. So yeah, man, it's a structure. It's a tool. Think about this like a tool. So like rather than, you know, this rule language, taking your brain to like a rigid legal legalistic kind of to do list place. Think about it like this life giving structure that's going to give you the chance to live in freedom and to grow and to have joy and all those things. So I, I, I found this quote that I think says it better than, than I do. Uh, it's, uh, it's an Anglican priest. It's, it's a woman named Margaret Gunther. What's up, Margaret? Uh, and she says, a good rule can set us free to be our true and best selves. It's a working document, a kind of spiritual budget not carved in stone, but subject to regular review and revision. It should support us, but never constrict us. Man, I, that's, yeah. She said it way better than our last, yeah. like, five minutes. Like, I could have just read that quote. We should have just read her and, and said. And we could have been done. Well, it, you know, and Christ says, you know, hey, you know, my my yoke is easy. Yeah. And, and, and this idea of true true freedom in Christ is submission to him. And that's an upside down yep. countercultural way to think about it. It's like, I got true freedom when I follow him fully. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, well, no, if I follow his rules fully, then I'm not, no. Yeah. So it's kind of back and forth, yeah. but this is a way of just thinking like, you know, and then when, you know, I love what you said is it's, it's not that rigid, 
because Christ is full of grace. Right. And we give ourselves grace. And you give yourself grace. I give yeah. myself grace. Oh, yeah, I'm going to mess this stuff up for I, sure. I give myself <laughs> grace when I don't get up and my wife in the mornings yeah. every morning. And, uh, you know, yeah, like you have to give yourself grace and go, okay, well, let's yeah. do better tomorrow. Yeah. Let's do better the next week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, there are tons of tools online that can kind of help you think about your own life uh-huh. and ways that you could put some of these practices into your life uh, to, to do something like this. You could do this totally on your own. You could do this just you and the Bible, just you and Scripture and looking at the ways Jesus lived his life. Um, but uh, a super helpful tool that I'm using to kind of develop this for myself uh, was something that our preacher Brett shared with me. It comes from uh, this website. It's called Practicing the Way. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of got some step-by-step things of ways that you can approach your life comprehensively um, and, you know, just look at each of them and say, okay, well, how can I be a little bit more like Jesus in this area of my life, in this area? So, so they give that website one more time. Practicing the Way, I believe it's .org. Let me take a look. You can probably here. Google it. Yeah. Look up Practicing the Way. Give that'll, it a Googs. That'll get, you, that'll get the, you what you need. Practicing the Way. Yeah, that's great for anyone listening that wants to check it out figure out what yeah Chris like is doing. i didn't yeah. i didn't make this stuff up yeah <laughs> you know I, this is a resource that i'm using you know to try to think about my life in this way but they look at it through these seven categories and and again you could mix this up any way you want but the seven categories are abiding mind body relationships rest work and money and gospel and hospitality I'm really good at the rest one in the in in the morning time. So what I thought might be cool, you know, and, and yeah. we're not, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, but I just yeah. wanted to go through these seven things and just tell you kind of some of the suggestions that they had, and then maybe you know some of the ways that I personally am trying to approach uh, some of these things. And in some of these, if I remember correctly, are daily weekly monthly for the year so there's like you know different levels and tiers of this as well where it's not just here's one thing but Uh here's what you can do for a day a month and week well i think it's important too um that you need to be realistic with yourself oh yeah um these are things that because what you do is not going to be what i do or someone else does because because we're all in different stages and areas and, and just whatever in our lives. Yeah, the goal is growth. So like setting yourself <laughs> up with some unrealistic expectations that you're only going to fail at and be disappointed in yourself and get bummed out and quit the whole thing is not the plan. So, but yeah, so you've got these seven, seven different categories and then, yeah, they give you a chart that you're going to look at these things and say, okay, daily what are the things that i want to commit to doing daily in each of these things weekly monthly uh once a quarter and then once a year and you don't have to do all of these things in all of those categories it's just a framework yeah yeah so the first one uh is abiding uh and that goes right back to that you know john 15 language of abide remain you know the call to us as followers of Jesus is we got to stay in touch with who he is and who he's calling us to be. And so in the absence of some intentional effort on my part, I think our nature is to pull away. Uh, We're constantly distracted and 
things come up and if we don't make a consistent effort to remain connected to the vine it's really easy to get disconnected so and, I some, and i like how that's the first one yeah like yeah, yeah i mean i mean if that was number seven <laughs> then i'd be like what now yeah but that's number one i like that so some examples that that fall into this abiding category are morning prayer scripture reading worship music um sabbath fasting silence and solitude uh and retreat and you know just one thing that that they recommend is commit committing to a daily quiet time um and that's that can incorporate scripture that can incorporate prayer but more than anything it's disconnecting from your phone disconnecting from your thoughts and whatever circumstances are bombarding you any given day and saying, God, I'm going to devote my time and attention to you for however long um, to just connect, to just connect with the spirit of God that, that is always with you. But uh, it's kind of up to us to acknowledge that. So, so their sort of recommended baseline practice and yeah. abiding is commit to a quiet daily time. Now for me, um, what I'm wanting to do from a daily perspective is, uh, you know, commit to a daily periods of quiet reflection. And uh, I've mentioned this on the pod before. Um, one thing that I do that's helpful to me in this way is I use the pause app. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's just something that reminds me at 10 o'clock and at two o'clock every day to stop what I'm doing. There's nothing that I'm doing that's so important that I can't stop for one minute, three minutes, five minutes, or 10 minutes and commit my attention uh, to God. Uh, and then I've got some other ideas that that I'm kicking around with this too, but I also wanna commit to once a year doing a silent retreat which I've never, I've not done a silent retreat yet. Man, I have heard about these yeah. and it scares me. It scares me. And, and I think that, that it's that's very intriguing. Very yeah. It's very intriguing. I'm like, man, but just knowing me, I'm just an extrovert. Yeah. I talk to think, you know, whether I know the answer or not, I'm like, Hey, where, yeah, well, you know where stuff is. And I'm yeah. always asking or doing this. I like to talk. Of just being like, man, I do a silent retreat. But there's yeah. one here in yep, Coleman. Ta- yeah. Coleman, but there's like different levels. Yep. Right. And where you can do like for real total silent. silent retreat. They bring you your meals to your room and leave it at your door. You don't even interact with anybody. Uh, and it, but there's it somewhere like hey, you, you can want. like, you know, like talk during like do meal time, meal time and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, in 2021, 2022. I, I will commit that I will think about going <laughs> to one with you. So, but yeah, I mean, I have been hearing about that for the past seven, eight years, and I've never. That would be a challenge for me. Yeah. And it's a challenge that I'm interested in, in taking. So. And if it isn't a challenge, <laughs> is it real? Like, yeah, if if you do all these things on your list that are like the most simple things to do, then are you really stretching yourself? Right to being more like Christ right. because you it's have about growth. Yeah. Th- well, that's not growth, right? It's just, well, how can I fit Christ in what I'm already doing? No, 
how can I change what I'm doing to be more like Christ? Exactly. That's going to take an effort and growth. That's going to take you to get out of your comfort zone. You know what we talked about, you know, just get out of that, what we're used to doing. So yep. awesome, man. Uh, so if you're looking for just kind of easy entry into this, you know, just think about committing to a daily time of reflection, silence, quiet time. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the mind. You know, you think about Romans 12. We talked a little bit about that. Uh, the transforming. Yeah, you know. You the know, renewing. Be, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Um, we are constantly taking things in. And the things that we take in or allow into our hearts and into our minds are forming us. That is science. That is... <laughs> the way things are, but we get to choose what we take into our minds. So that means we can choose to um, fill our hearts and our minds with um, good, positive, healthy things, or we can choose to fill it with things that aren't so good. Um, and I think the world that we live now, it's so easy to get wrapped up in bad news, fighting, garbage TV, you know, whatever. And uh, again, you know, be realistic with yourself and um, where you are right now. But I think taking an honest view of what you are putting into your heart and your mind uh, is a good practice to have we get to cheat a little bit on this one because as ministers, we yeah. spend a lot of time interacting with scripture, yeah. um, having conversations that are life-giving um, and, and thinking about the things of God. You well, know, maybe it's, yeah, it, it's a cheat what you said. And that's one of the hardest things that I've found of being a minister is, I read my Bible a lot. Yeah. I do a lot of studying, but it's for me to learn process and then give out on when I teach and for a retreat and for Sundays. I mean, I mean, pre, pre the pandemic (laughs) and pre the COVID, I would teach a Sunday morning class, a Sunday night class, a Wednesday night class, then have teens over my house, like on a Tuesday or Thursday night. It's like, I'm teaching four lessons a week. Yeah. So I got to take in a lot of stuff to do that. But how much of that is from my mind? Right. And then of course I get it just because I'm reading it, but to be very intentional of, I am reading just for me. Right. I'm not reading to give out yep. as well. So some examples of, of things that you can do in this category. Excuse me. Now I'm going to choke. Oh, (coughs) he's getting emotional about the mind. Uh, reading scripture in the morning, uh, regular podcast or book reading church on Sundays, uh, practicing gratitude, a digital rule of life, parenting your phone, digital Sabbath, and a daily limit on device use. So for me, uh, how I'm approaching this one is really on that digital stuff. Yeah. Um, I, like most people, probably don't have the most healthy relationship with my phone. Tethered to it. Um, yeah. And so I want to try to be more intentional about 
what I'm taking in through my phone um, and, uh, you know, just being aware and trying to put some things down there. So uh, a couple things, I'm doing one right now. I want to kind of make it a, a yearly thing uh, that I do is we talked about it in the resolutions. You know, I'm doing a social media free January. And nice. I have noticed that the desire to pick up my phone and look at it is greatly diminished because there ain't nothing to do on there if you don't scroll through Instagram or scroll through Facebook. I'm not you're on not Twitter. You're not using like the calculator app just to be like, hey, <laughs> let's see what these numbers mean. It's not as much fun. Yeah. So um, definitely taking an intentional break away from that, which doesn't really bring me that much joy or life or benefit. It's just mindless and something that we use to distract ourselves in quiet moments. Yeah. Uh, I have appreciated and want to make this kind of a part of that yearly um, look at this mind piece. Uh, but then some more uh, regular things is just put my phone away at eight. At eight at night, you know, that's the time that Katie and I are yeah. hanging out. I don't need it. Nobody's Kids calling me. Yeah. The only things I'm going to do at eight or later are play stupid games or scroll Facebook or whatever. Yeah. I don't need to do that. So I think, you know, trying to put my phone away at eight in the evenings is a good, is a good one. So that's the mind. I like that one. I'll try to get through some more of these quickly. Next one is the body. Uh, you know, we don't, I don't, I think we've sort of lost a little bit in, in, in our modern context of how important it is to care for our bodies. Uh, we are a temple. We are a temple, right? Yeah. Um, and so but we just ate like 14 burgers. Yeah, this is not, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna have a lot of, a lot of ground to stand on here with eating all <laughs> these burgers, but some examples that they give are, uh, sleep, regular exercise, a healthy diet, water, limiting alcohol intake, walking, uh, rising at a certain time, hey. uh, activity in sports, annual doctor's visits, vitamins, and honoring God with your sexuality by living Jesus's teachings. Um, and uh, their recommended baseline was a good one and one that I'm going to try to adopt because I'm not very good at this. It says commit to sleep a minimum of seven hours a night. That's not unreasonable. It may take a little planning. Man, we're pushing 11 o'clock right now <laughs> at night. We're, we're a little bit off here tonight. Yeah. So... Sorry. If if you're looking looking for a way to, to make some progress here, get enough sleep. You would be surprised a, yes. at how much that affects so many other areas of your life. But get enough sleep. So that's one that I'm adopting. Uh, once I sign off on this thing, I'm going to commit to getting seven hours of sleep a night. That means I may have to go to bed a Early. little earlier than I'm wanting. Um, and another one is uh, exercise three days a week. Um, that, when I'm in my routine is no problem at all. You do that very well. But there are times in the year where because of scheduling, because of my business, uh, that falls by the wayside in a hurry. Um, I, and, and I suffer for it. Uh, my, I can feel it. I don't feel as good. I don't feel as awake and alert. Um, so committing to exercising three days a week year round uh, is a good step for me. So... That's the body. That's a good one. Relationships. Uh, so we talk a lot about relationships. I think that, you know, 
most of the Christian faith could be summed up uh, by a relationship in one way or another. God is a relational being. He created us to be people who live in relationships. And uh, in my own life, I've found that when I'm happy and healthy, um, I find myself uh, sharing life with people that I love and that I care about. And times when I'm not doing so well, those are the times when I'm pulled back from people. Uh, so this one's a big one. I'm not going to go as deep into this as I should check out the website if you want more <laughs> stuff, but you know, this has implications for your friendships, for church, for marriage, for your family. Um, and, uh, lots and lots and lots of good stuff. So, but the couple things that I'm going to, uh, incorporate into, you know, my rule of life is I want to commit to having dinner with my family, all five of us sitting down at the same time, three times a week. That's we, we're close to that, but that's not something that we do every week. I think that's so important for the life and the health of our family. Um, and something that I want to commit to. And then the second one is I want to commit to a weekly date night with my wife. Now weekly, that might mean I go out and get dinner and bring it home, but we just take time, no TV. We're sitting down, we're talking and we're saying, Hey, we're doing, we're doing this this week. So that's, that's one thing we eat dinner every night at the table, just our family. Um, But again, we have, 17 month old twins and the four year old. And like, we, we, we have to be on a schedule. Yeah. We eat at five fifteen every night. Like we eat super early. Yeah. So it's really kind of easy for us. Um, and one that I would like to steal from that is it should be easy for us to do that with our kids. Mm. And then maybe we not eat. Mm. And when they go to bed, maybe yeah. we have a late dinner, but it's just me and her at the table. Right. Because we don't get to talk at the table. We got food you being got thrown <laughs> and it's eat this, don't eat that. What do we got? Um, but being intentional about those times, that that's not surrounded by Netflix and yes. the TV, which is great where you can sit and watch a show together. Yep. We like watching The Crown or we did. I mean, we finished it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'll probably pick another show up. We don't watch a lot of TV together, but usually at night it is our time for making the kids lunches, folding laundry, getting stuff ready for the next day, finishing up work, and then we just go to bed. Yeah. But can we have 30 minutes for us to have dinner together? Right. Where I go pick up some tip top or whatever. Yeah. Know, right. Or just, just whatever make it, it is. special. Whatever and, it is. Just kind of make it make special. Make it intentional. Make it special. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. The next one is rest. Um, you know, rest, I'm all about this one. Rest is ordained by God. Uh, yeah. That is a vital part of any healthy life. Um, some examples that they have put forth, and some of these will overlap a little bit. So, like you can, oh, yeah. you can uh, make progress in multiple areas by doing one thing. You know, like they they have examples of morning quiet time, sleeping eight hours most nights. Well, oh, they upped the ante right there. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, talking about. A weekly Sabbath. And a nothing night once a week. Ooh, this one's tough. You know, like I'm getting into the stage of life um, with kids, and then with the businesses that we've got, and mm. then life in ministry is a very odd it schedule. Is, it is not a nine to five deal, right? And so, um, I think for us as a family, trying to maintain at least one night 
evening a week. Not just now, but as we move, as the kids get older and as more activities are going on where we have one night as a family where we know nobody's got practice. Yeah. We don't do we're not having late night church stuff going on. It's one night that we kind of hold as sacred that we're going to spend as a family. Family Sabbath yeah. night to just be together. And it could be a board game night, a hangout night. Yep. Family movie night. Bonfire movie night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't have to do not movies and stuff, but just yeah. like this is our family together. Yep. This is what we're doing. We I think that both of us you know, that will be important, you know, as kids get older, yeah. as schedules get more hectic, but rest and intentional time like that isn't really important. Uh, the next one, work and money. Um, dollar, so, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just like rest, work is ordained by God. You know, the first image that we see of God in scripture is a is a, a a God who is at work and mm-hmm. creating. God is a creative God. And so like whatever it is that you do out there is good and important and uh, and, and it's a part of your Christian life. Um, some of the examples that they gave are times of deep work each week, a fixed hour schedule, dedicated time to an entre- entrepreneurial project, tithing, a blessing fund, sponsoring a child, etc. So um, one of the things that I've got marked down that I want to do, and it's something that Katie and I have talked a lot about, uh, but want to, you know, put it down and make it a thing is I want to, it's, it's sort of twofold. Uh, one, I want to set up uh, sort of a structure for our kids where mm-hmm. they can uh, take on some responsibilities and earn uh, a little bit of money and yeah. then I really want to uh, disciple them into good stewardship. I want to teach them about saving, and I want to teach them about giving. Yeah, that's um, good. And so, not only you know instilling in them the value of work and money, but uh, the value of uh, what you can do with that money. And so, the tag onto that is, um, I want to sponsor. You know through compassion or mm-hmm. whatever kind of organization yeah. like that, uh, three kids, one that'll sort of be paired with each of my kids. Oh, nice. It'd be cool if we could find like similar age yeah. um, and let the money that they earn contribute towards, towards that, that sponsorship um, and let them develop that relationship and let them, you know, see the value of their money being put towards helping somebody who may need a little help. So. Y'all should look at this as a little plug for Virunga Valley Academy. There you go. VVA. Uh, we have some of our missionaries that run a school. Uh, and yeah, out in Africa. Mm. Uh, where I just went blank of where it's at. Uh, um, Rwanda. Rwanda. Out in Rwanda. Um, and I know some people at our church that have sponsored some of those kids there's an opportunity where we can go meet those kids. Like we, you know, we have a a deep relationship with that school um, and do that. It's not a, it's not like a one shot deal. Like you can develop relationships and and know them. Yeah. And that'd be great where your kids can write letters to and get to know them and know that, Hey, you worked in the yard (laughs) and that provided for this kid. And And that's the connection I want to make. Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. 
All right, last one, gospel and hospitality. Um, so really the idea here is, you know, how are we inviting the people that are around us into the gospel message? How are we being hospitable? How are we living with hospitality? And uh, some examples that they shared here are um, have a regular night to host neighbors for dinner, spend time listening to coworkers, and serving the poor through volunteering. So my my idea here. What does this count? Because we are actually coworkers. Yes. Oh, I'm so, listening to you. Today. Yeah. I don't know. Well, go. good news, bad news. Oh no. Um, I've got you roped into my idea for this one. Uh, Blog party. My what I've got down here is I want to commit to once a year hosting a block party where we can get to know our neighbors, absolutely show hospitality, share the love of Christ with people who are all around us right now, like literally, literally right now, right and uh, just open our homes, open our lives to the people that are around us. I'll just be honest, I have not been a very hospitable neighbor you know, since we've lived here. Um, but you guys moving in really makes me feel like I've got a partner in yeah. this. And for some reason, it's a little less daunting to think about doing this uh, with a family that we already know and yeah. love and, and doing that together. And we've already talked about this. So that's why I felt like I could be a little yes, more comfortable yes. that, that, roping you into this one with me. Well, and, and like, you know, we just moved in here a few months ago, so we don't know. And it's the middle of the pandemic, so yeah. we don't. I mean, we know kind of the neighbors It'll right be a next good time to us. To restart when it gets a little bit warmer out. We know the people two houses down just moved in like four months ago. They're brand new. Your next door neighbors brand new moved new in baby. after yeah. us. New baby. They're brand new. I haven't chance to meet them yet either. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, yeah. If you're not being Christ and being that light. To the people that live next door to you, yeah, and live around you, or live the next street over, like, then what are you doing? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, they should know that. Yeah, um, all all of my abiding and my my rest and the work uh -huh. that I'm doing on my mind should work itself out into how I'm relating with the people around me, um, and so I'm excited about that. And and you know, I'm still working on this. I, yeah. I'm not I'm not done with what all this looks like. Um, but I just thought it and would you be, can also add on, I can add on, I can in like say, six hey, months down the road, go like, Hey, this actually works better for me. Yeah. And this is where I see this happening. Um, again, this rule of life is not set in stone right now, do or die. No, it's you. The whole idea of this from what I gather yeah. is personal growth yeah. between you and Christ. Yeah. And what are the things that are going to help you get there? And you will learn in different seasons, you know, this is better for me now. Right. And I need to focus on this now. And maybe your phone's not a big deal now, but maybe in six months you're like, no, my Whoa. phone is way too big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, then let's start that. Yeah. Um, so, man, I love that. I mean, this is a really good deal. Again, what's it? Rule of? Rule of life. The website that I'm using yeah. is called Practicing the Way. Practicing the Way. Lots of resources, um, you know, and and I know different people that are doing different things. Uh, but yeah. really, it's just an acknowledgement that if I don't take an intentional look at my life, uh, I'm not going to have the kind of growth as a follower of Jesus that I want. Uh, and so I'm just going to. And it'll be interesting. It. We'll do this in 2022 and see. Just see how, how it happened. See how it went. And then yeah. like what will change next year? Right. Like 
hey, this worked out good for me. Now I need to do something else for the next year. And exactly. Guys, we are we are constantly growing and evolving and changing and especially in like the stage of life that we're in with right. young kids and then older kids and then just kind of figure it out, man. So this is our longest podcast ever. We are right now the longest podcast we've ever done. <laughs> and every time we do this, we go, Oh, it'll be a quick one. Yeah. And it's not. Uh, so, Hey, thank you all for sticking with us. <laughs> um, we have, um, again, enjoyed, maybe you guys have heard the furnace go on and off down here in the basement. Again, I said, it's real life. to me, it sounds like we're in like home alone <laughs> and it's in the bottom and that big furnace kind of yeah. talks to Kevin and it's loud. So when that comes on, it kind of scares me, uh, with that, uh, if you're with us still for the, we are by far over an hour, I'm sure. Um, we hope that you guys have enjoyed this. We hope that you will check that website out. Make it for yourself. Yeah. Don't do what Chris Don't does do what I do. because that's him and do what you got to do. Uh, and this is not a new year's resolution. Uh-uh. This is a growth. This yeah. is a growing process. Um, and it's going to change and morph. Give yourself grace mm. when you fail at these things. Cause yeah. you are going to fail at these things, Absolutely. but know that God's like, he's there the next morning saying, let's go. Yeah. How, how are you going to do this? Um, so, Hey, make sure to rate and review and smash that subscribe button and please send us an email we've yet to get one i just keep getting spam from it's not spam it's like google and different things saying Twitter. hey are you still there <laughs> um it's the bible buffoons at, at gmail.com gmail. it can't get any simpler. the bible buffoons at gmail just just send us one saying like hey guys hey i'll listen to your podcast i listen and if you do it i will read he'll read it if it's appropriate, yeah, I'll at least give you a shout out. Appreciate that qualification. Yeah, I'm not going to read just whatever people send out. Um, I probably would do that. Um, but hey, we're glad you're with us. Hey, I I told Chris before this, we're at the end. We're already this long, and I don't even care anymore. <laughs> we moved into Joe our- Joe Rogan podcast for like two hours. Three. Three. Four. We are in our house. I've been unloading boxes and boxes of just whatnots that we had, and I had a show and tell for you. This may not be that funny or important. I hope that it's funny, and I hope that you're shocked by this, Chris. I have. This has been built up. It has, and it's not going to be as cool as what you think it is. I'm gonna go get it. It's right here. It's right behind you. Is it a burlap sack? It's not a burlap sack. It kind of looks like it. It's kind of (gasps) dirty. Have I talked about this before? No, but I I know what it is. I don't know what it is. Okay, uh, okay. So so what is it? It's a it's like a karate gi. It's a karate gi. It is my karate. So I took karate for like seven years. I enjoyed it. So this is my old karate gi, <laughs> and I know it's a show and tell. And you're thinking, hey, cool, Justin. You got an old. It's kind of yellow. It's gross. It's very dirty. It fits. It might fit Charlie, like your son. It's kind of. But here's the most important part about it. My karate gi is signed by Chuck Norris. By Chuck <laughs> Norris. Where did you meet Chuck? How Norris? How did you know this was Chuck Norris? I just can, I could, I could tell. You could tell because who else would sign, <laughs> who a, else karate? Would sign a karate gi? Steven Seagal might. Maybe. Which I would love that. He's in Russia. This is Chuck Norris. That's incredible. Signed karate. And gi. you just had that in a it's box. It's just in a box. You need to frame that bad yeah, boy. It's going to my office. 
he was in a movie. I, I remember the movie he was. I mean, he was, he was in, in a bunch of movies. of movies. But he was in a movie. Maybe Sidekick? Yes, he was in Sidekick. And he went to... Uh, uh, he did a signing at a premiere in like Rivergate in Middle Tennessee. Me and my dad went. And yeah, I brought and my and karate gi and Chuck Norris, who is four feet tall. I, I was as tall as him when I was in when I was 10 years old, signed this karate gi. I got a Chuck Norris signed karate gi. Incredible. That's my show and tell for you. You need a shadow box. Tonight, I need a shadow box that. Yes. Yes. But there you go. That was my show and tell. That's all I have for you guys. We're going to end on that note. (laughs) Chuck Norris, what's up? See you next time. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. We'll talk to you guys. Bye. Peace out.